I, I think the poet or the filmmaker or the musician, the poet must not avert his eyes. You must not avert your eyes. This is what is coming at us. Good thing, the podcast that tries to find the pesky microchip that's gone missing in the toy car. Oh, I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And today we will be discussing Home Alone 3, uh, the third part in the family... Oh, Paul. Fo- Paul. Hey? Uh, what's, what's that over on your desk there? There's a pile of DVDs. Oh yeah, that's uh, like Lulu and um, The Lace Maker. I, okay. Yeah. Why? What I mean... Oh, there's, uh, there is a Belle Hooper films there for Mother's Day, you know. My mum likes Isabel Huppert. Um, oh. And today we should be discussing Home Alone 3. Goodman? G- uh, hey, uh, okay, hold on. Where are you going? What are you putting on? Go talk about Home Alone 3. We just watched all yeah, of Home Alone 3. What is... What, what is this? No! 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 Oh, 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 God! No! 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 Celebrate the one day. No matter what's happened between us, you're always my mother. That connects us all. Hello and welcome to One Good Thing, the podcast that tries to find the one hypoallergenic bracelet amongst the pile of yoga pants. Um, mm-hmm. I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And today we shall be, in honour of Mother's Day, talking about Mother's Day. The Gar- film. The film, not the phenomenon. <laughs> I'm trying to find the one good thing <laughs> about the... Mums, what are they good for anyway? Oh, mums. Taylor Leone. <laughs> um, yes, Gary Marshall's 2016 film, his final film before mm. his death, and um, I guess the concluding part of his trilogy of day movies, mm. um, rounding off Valentine's Day and New Year's Day, mm. um, all of which are attempting to ape on the Love Actually formula of numerous people who are brought together by a unifying theme. In this Look case, these themes. The, <laughs> the various themes. Uh, in this case, the theme of being a mum. What's it mean? What's it mean to have a mum? To be a mum. The film was met with um, critical derision. Currently holds 7% on Rotten Tomatoes. Roxana Hidaldi, over at uh, the Chesapeake Family Magazine, says, um, want some racism, sexism with your holiday celebration? Yes. <laughs> oh. Sorry, is it... The repellent Mother's Day has a surprising, distasteful, and shameful amount of both. <laughs> oh, now you have me intrigued. Yeah, I only expected a certain amount of racism, <laughs> sexism, and, and the like from my I Mother's mean, Day celebrations. Well, I mean, you're making a movie, so there's going to be some. Yeah. But there's a surprising amount in this. Whoa! <laughs> Hang on now. Uh, meanwhile, Robbie Collin at The Telegraph said that Mother's Day is the worst thing Hollywood has done to mothers since Psycho. Amazon customer over at Amazon um, says, I had to watch it in three goes as I was falling asleep every half hour. Zzz. I'm serious. It was so predictable and corny, and the scenes that were meant to be funny were like, are you kidding me? Who directed this? A dead man. Paul, you son of a bitch. Hello. Hello. Um, what made you bother once you realized how bad it was? Jason Sudeikis' beard. It was on point. It was on point. Um, it made him look like a real dilf. Yep. I thought it really suited him. Well, um, in terms of the Dilf look, I think Timothy Oliphant's probably closer to the archetype. 
He's got salt and pepper yeah. going on. He's got the suit. He's got the walk. I think, you know, he's he, he walks the walk and he talks that talk. Well, do you know what, Paul? I'd rather we didn't speak about Timothy Oliphant for the entirety of this uh, this episode, <laughs> but I accept that we're going to have to. Unfortunately, he was he's... in the film we watched, Paul. Oh, I knew you were going to get me with that. Use that against but me. He's, he, he doesn't look like a real dad, though. He looks like a person who's never seen a child. <laughs> he he's There's a scene earlier on when he's... Or maybe even the first scene when yeah. um, Jennifer Aniston is like, "Oh, who bought you donuts?" and it's like, and Timmy Oliphant turns around and he's like, "Me, your divorced, your divorced husband who doesn't live here anymore." <laughs> and then he turns around and he doesn't look like he's ever eaten a donut in his life because he's lean. He's he, <laughs> he's lean. He's mean. Mean. He's all about green because he's a pretty rich dad. Yes, find out later. That's that's very true. He doesn't look like a real dad. Jason Sudeikis with his um with his um Lovable depression beard. beard. Depression he's, beard. His his very well kept depression beard. Mm. He looks, he looks like a dad yeah. in the film, and Timothy Oliphant doesn't. I hate you, Timothy Oliphant. Why did you do this to me? <laughs> You're in Deadwood. Did you look this good when we were married? No, I actually got better. When did you get in here? I didn't even hear you come in. Came in through the back door. I mean, we don't want the neighbors talking, do we? Let's move on from Timothy Oliphant, Paul. <laughs> Fine. There are plenty of dads in this, um, but obviously this is a film about the moms. This is a film about the moms, and we have um, quite a lot of moms to get through. So, first of all, we have Jennifer Aniston playing mum from Friends. Friends mum. Friends mum. Friends mum, whose big dynamic is that she has... Wow! My energy for explaining all of this is just gone. <laughs> well, you've committed to it now. Just suddenly, it just all... It's like when you start an essay, yeah. and suddenly it's just... Well, we're not editing this po- this episode, so um, yep, you've got to strap commit in, to it. fellas. Yeah, um, and ladies, mums, any any mums out there? It's about the mums. It's all about the mums. So we've got friends, week. mum. We have friends, mum. His big thing is that her husband is um, divorced from her, and Timothy uh, Oliphant, Timothy oh. Oliphant, salt and pepper dad, yep. has now gone off and um, married a young dancing lady. That wasn't actually her. There was another one in between them. Oh, right. I got confused because stripping is actually a weirdly recurrent theme in this. A lot of poles. There's a lot of pole dancing going mm. on. It's like this new lifestyle that um, Gary Marshall's trying to push on the public. Yeah. Like just, hey, mums, get dancing. Here's a pole. This is a mums film. It's a, uh, well, yeah, it's a mums film directed yeah. by famous mum Gary Marshall. Yes. Um, so we have friends mum. Mm-hmm. We then have blonde mum. And her big thing is that she is married to an Indian gentleman, mm-hmm. and she has not told her parents. Gay mum. Yes. She has uh, entered into a relationship with um, a lady and had an intravenous Intravenous? Child. Doesn't that mean into the vein? Yes, it does. She's had a she's had a child via a, um, a surrogate father. Yes. Surrogate. There you go. Yeah. They had their mum, who I'm yeah. calling mum mum. Mum mum. Because yeah, she's course. played by an actress who plays a lot of mums. Margot Martindale. Margot Martindale, who yeah. you'll have seen playing mums in many, many things. Yes. Um, and, she... a, and not a mum in Paris Je No, not a mum. No. Quite pointedly. Oh, themes. She plays the sort of southern kind of redneck mum who drives around in a Winnebago with her mm. cartoon character husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do not know that one of their daughters is a gay mum and that their other daughter is a um, married and Asian mu- uh, mm. guy mum. Mm. Uh, they don't know what kind of mums they are. Bar mum as I've called her. She's a waitress in a bar, and she is dating Zach, played by Jack Whitehall. Yes. Uh, who is a comedian, an up-and-coming comedian. They have a daughter together. With some um, good jokes. With some jokes, mm. we'll say, for now. Um, and he, they have a daughter, Katie. Sure. Um, 
and yeah, that he's trying to get his comedy career up and going, but he's also trying to marry Barman. She's very reticent. Um, she's very reluctant to to speak about their relationship, to accept that it is a relationship. Yes, and he uh, she is uh, politely but firmly rebuffing his uh, proposals. Yes, she's very she's very clear on the fact that she does not want to take a break mm-hmm. or at any stage like break the thing off, but she doesn't yeah. want to get married because. Yes. Dot, dot, dot. Um, because she has her own mother issues, because yes. there is another mum, which was, I was paid $3 million to do three days worth of filming, mm-hmm. um, Julia Roberts' mum. Yes. Uh, and $3 million mum is a famous, um, tap peddler. Yeah. Tap she's peddler. like a QVC. Yes. She's like Joy. From lady. The movie Joy that you may yes. have seen. Yes. Yeah. $3 million a movie mum. Yeah. $3 million for 15 minutes of. Yeah. If you added screen this time. Up, yeah, 15 minutes is generous to Julia Roberts in terms of the amount of screen time she actually had in this film, but she was paid $3 million to do it, mm-hmm. a substantial chunk of the film's budget. Um, and she, yeah, she has a daughter who she's not allowed to see because of a deal she made. To this point, I don't know if that was a uh, literal deal or a figurative deal that it's she imposed of, upon herself. Yeah, some sort um, of Faustian deal she's made in order to get yeah. popular. Unfortunately, deprived of a daughter and her natural role as a mum, she's forced mm. to go out and have a career which is a fate worse than death for any any mum. Yeah, for any for God. any aspiring mum. I mean, you know. Don't have a career, ladies. No, have kids. Come yeah. on, you know what you're meant to do. Yeah. Says um says late uh, director. The late Carrie Marshall. Yeah. The final mum is um Oh, can I just stop you there, Paul? Of course, um Barmum, the one who's married to Jack Whitehall, obviously um she had a conversation before three million dollar mum, before we learned that Three, Before the, we learn that three million dollar mum is the mum of bar mum, um, she has a conversation with uh, blonde mum, played by yep. Kate Hudson, and uh, gay mum, uh, played by Sarah Chalk, yep. um, about her parenting issues. Um, and this is, of course, before the interaction that um, bar mum and blonde mum have with uh, friends mum, yep. where they're talking about marriage and divorce. And divorce. Okay, so there's a subsequent previous conversation to divorce conversation in which they discuss being a mum. Yes. Okay, right, that's fine. And that's right, clear that blonde mum. Yeah. Bar mum, friends mum. Okay, and then, then it's bar mum and, and friends mum. And then it and then it becomes bar mum and friends mum. And that's that's when they start talking about um her mother issues. No 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 no. That wasn't bar mum and friends mum, that was um I meant bar mum and blonde mum. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the, I mean done. friends mum and blonde mum are just completely different characters throughout the entire thing. Anyway, yes. um at this stage we have so That's very interesting. Okay. Meanwhile, blonde mum lives across the road from gay mum, and they are sisters and daughters of mum mum. Yes. Yes, and there was tension there. Not between uh, gay mum and blonde mum, we should explain. No, they're tight. Not so. They're, they're tight mums. They're such good sister yeah. mums, but with their own mum, they are both tense. Although it, gay mum is not quite as estranged from mum mum as blonde mum is from mum mum. No, um, blonde mum, gay mum is open, of course, about her parents to her uh, wife. They are fully, uh, fully abreast of the situation. They know the deal. They know the... Oh. oh. Oh, you did a funny... <sighs> fully abreast and they're lesbians, see? So there's boobs. Like, so good. Around, yeah. So... It's very good. Yeah, um, so... so I'm just thinking about how good I am. <laughs> um, how smooth that was. Oh. Game they are very... Yeah, they're very open. Um, yeah. They're like, okay, I've got, I've got a mum. I've, I've got a mum mum. She's not happy with me being a gay mum. Yeah. Um, whereas blonde mum, 
Yeah, subterfuge. Yeah, it's it's subterfuge from day one. She's like, listen, Indian dad, I have a mum. She's not a mum mum, she's a dementia mum. Yeah, she's insane. She's in a dementia asylum. Yeah. Which is a wonderful line. Yes. Because um, it's like she did no research into this whatsoever, yeah. Blonde Mum, before she told Indian uh, Dad yes. that um, her mum, that Mum Mum was just insane. Yeah. And therefore unreachable. And at no point did Indian Dad, uh, like, oh, should we go visit her in the asylum? That's awful. I mean, how uninclusive to just mm. settle, you know, seal off. Yeah. No, he's fine. Just like, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, that's a shame. Yeah. Anyway. And presumably never had the conversation with Gay Mum, who is um, Blonde Mum's sister, that yes. Mum Mum was actually, you know, not around anymore. No, of course. Anyway, we're neglecting a mum here because there is, of course, also dead mum. There is dead um, mum. Jason Sudeikis yeah. is uh, married to Jennifer Garner, mm-hmm. um, who starts the film dead, um, having died in uh, a war. Yes. She was a Marine. She was a lieutenant in the Marines. Yes. Uh, which you know because of the scene in which she sang karaoke. Yes. Um, his daughters are missing uh, dead mum, dead army mum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he is reticent about replacing her with some other mum, even though friend's mum has already sort of expressed an interest and the trio of mums uh these are unrelated mums the sort of uh three witch mums mm-hmm. who sort of hang around the gym where jason sudakas works which is a gym for mums yeah they are frequently trying to set him up with hot mum as they call her mm-hmm. um who is a sort of is hot it one hot mum or is it several no hot it's, mums? One hot cho- uh, it's one hot it's cho- one hot chocolate <laughs> it's one hot chocolate mum she yeah we, we get to meet her for a millisecond later on in the film yeah so those that's our cast of characters here we have um we have 10 mums 10 mums 10 mums in total Yes. So, um, all of this comes to a head when I guess the inciting incident is that mum mum comes to visit gay mum and blonde mum with their secrets now, uh, immediately exposed. There's no Mm -hmm. like lengthy farcical scene where everybody's pretending to be each other's wife, like in Frasier and you've got to keep track of all the lies. Yeah. Just immediately it all comes out Mm -hmm. and they react pretty appallingly. And there's a really yes. awkward scene of them just uh, not being happy about their daughters being gay or married to an Indian. Yes. Um, they go to leave, only to find that their tire is flat mm-hmm. and that the car's not starting. And so they have to stay. Meanwhile, Jennifer Aniston's dealing with the fact that this new mum, Tina, is um, kind of encroaching on her territory. There's yeah. all this news happening at once. First of all, Tina has married salt and pepper dad um secondly they are going to paris and she's also tense because she's run into salt uh not salt and pepper dad she's run into jason sudeikis uh can we call him jim dad sure jim dad dilf man dilf man she's run into jim dilf <laughs> yeah who um at the supermarket and they've had a sort of awkward exchange there mm. in which he has expressed no interest in her whatsoever yeah she's very stressed about this and has a bit of a rant in the car about dilf and paris which um I think um, Dilf Dad, Jim Dilf, sees and uh, mm. is charmed by. He seems pretty repelled. Daughter. Oh, uh, yeah. Two, actually, but only one is currently, you know, becoming a woman. Same boat, two sons. How is that the same boat? Um, I, uh, I guess just the, the number. I'm Sandy. I have two sons. I already said that. Yes, he did. I, th- I think his character in the film is genuinely just wants nothing more than to be away from that scene. Yeah, I don't think he likes being nearer in any in any way. Yeah. It makes him physically uncomfortable. Yeah, absolutely. But there's quirky music playing in the background. There is quirky music in the background, which, le- which to me suggests that um, they should be getting charmed. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Dead Mum is still dead. Mm. Blonde Mum is actually having her own fallout from the parents visiting because Indian Dad has uh, taken real offence at being lied to about Mum Mum being mm-hmm. in an insane asylum, yeah. being in a dementia asylum. And so he has got, uh, gone on the huff and has run away, although seemingly he's just gone to gay mums 
place. Yes, he's just chilling out there. He's just chilling out on the sofa whilst the gay mums make Over out. Over the road. Because they're lesbians. Yeah. And they make out sometimes, which is fine. Mm. Um, meanwhile, Friends mum decides that she's going to try and win back a little bit of control by holding a party for her kid. Yeah. Which um, Salt and Pepper Dad is not happy about. And yeah. then... Meanwhile... At the um, very end of the film. <laughs> meanwhile, but... No, not yet. No, Bar Mum is trying to, like, remedy her relationship with her mum, who doesn't even know that she exists, it seems, whilst also Jack Whitehall is failing to get his comedy career up and going, and also is getting more and more frustrated at her, and is not, is you know, is not going to wait forever, he says. Yeah. Um, Nicely, like though. I feel like, yeah, but... Nice. Very polite about it. And then missing... at the end of the film... No. Oh. Um, I think we're missing a mum, actually. Um, who haven't we talked about in a while? Blonde and gay mum's mum mum accidentally ends up in a skype conversation with indian dad's mum indian mum the 11th mum who they connect they they bond over beer and the fact that they were both left out of um blonde mum's marriage to indian dad yes and the fact that they both they they share similar racial prejudices yes yes they both think that the kid is the wrong shade of skin color to be um like corresponding to their um ethnic origin yeah Yeah. yes they do very sweet yes they um Meanwhile, they all come to... This leads to them all bringing it together because we have a Winnebago that contains gay mum, gay mum's uh, wife, um, mm. blonde mum, uh, blonde mum's mum mum. Yeah. And... Cartoon... Cartoon dad, dad. Cartoon character dad. Indian dad. An Indian dad comes in. Yes. I feel like there's more. He's That'll wearing... You just forgot that he's wearing a pink gown, which is Oh, he's is wearing funny. a pink gown, which is so funny because he's really a heterosexual good. male and he's yeah. wearing a pink gown. But... Um, like which, like a gay would. Like a gay would. And gays are very funny in this film. Yeah. Um, there's a scene in which Three Million Dollar Mum is signing books and a mm-hmm. very gay man comes up and asks for a signing. Um, and oh, and he's like, oh, I, 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 lo- I love the jewellery. I think it looks better on me than my husband. And he's really sassy and gay, and it's like, oh, brilliant. Yeah, and then he leaves, and yeah. it's like, oh, oh, that was funny, wasn't it? Wasn't it funny when it was like, there was, like, a gay guy oh. in the film? We said that, didn't we, when we were watching it? We were like, this is really funny. Yeah. And we were slapping each other on the back. And, and the face. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> Yes. There's also a moment where, um, in his big comedy, uh, routine, uh, Jack Whitehall is forced to bring his child on stage because mm-hmm. unfortunately, um, blonde mum, nope, bar mum has, um, let him Keep down. Keep up, Paul. Sorry. It's obviously bar mum. It's obviously you bar mum. Bar mum is the daughter of three just million dollar mum. And get that's a the grip. she's having. So you just sort it out. The, the chart's upside down, okay? <laughs> three million dollar mum's daughter, bar mum has let him down because she's having issues with her mum and consequently she's sitting on a porch drinking whereas she should be looking after her daughter um, who is a yes. uh, tiny mum. Mm-hmm. And Jack Whitehall is forced to go on stage to do a comedy routine with tiny mum in his arms. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gives it to a guy in the front row who turns out to be gay uh, and that's funny. So yeah, the film, it just... The Winnebago. The Winnebago, it goes out of control. Yeah. And they go down a hill. The mum's on Skype. Um, Indian mum's on Skype. Indian mum's in the there. Winnie. That's why, yes. There's, yeah. it, we were one mum short it's an intervention. of a full Winnebago. <laughs> we'll coin that. We'll charge the living fuck out of anyone who uses that. <laughs> that's all, that's we'll build all. an empire. <laughs> it's, it all it's, started it, here, folks. It's an intervention on Indian dad to, to be like, we're all here together to say, just forgive the... Blonde mum. Yeah. Because she lied. Be part of a, a, a traditional family unit, yeah. which is the only way in which we will accept people who are different from us. Yeah. I mean, it, that's not even covered, really, is it? Because it's all, it's all, it's all sorted 
during a, a Winnebago going out of control. Yes. It doesn't have any brakes. It's going very fast. Well, it turns into a kidnapping, the intervention. Yeah. They drive off, and he, he's like, I'm getting out of here. And he's like, well, you have to jump. Yeah. And they drive off. <laughs> and- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then he can't break the car and so they're just speeding and putting other people's yeah. lives in danger yeah. and they drive very close to some people yeah. and it looks like things are going to go wrong then it just stops the the, 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 da- the Indian dad falls on Blommum and the act of them falling on one on top of the other mm. um is enough to forgive an entire relationship of lies. of lies. Yeah. Yes. It reminds them of what they loved about each other, which yeah. is their um, lack of balance. Yeah. They're fine. Yeah. The police arrive because you just tore for a fucking neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It transpires the dad was lying about the breaks. Yeah. Just to get them, you know, together. Back together. To stop being pussies and just w- working out like men. Oh, God, he's such a... Yeah. Such a one. But it's a film about mums. Film about mums. They... Uh, but yeah, as the, as the, um, <clears throat> as each member of this family are coming out one by one, except for Skype mum, obviously. Yeah. Um, Indian dad comes out and the, um, police are like, whoa, whoa, down on the floor. Hand to gun. Like they've never seen a fucking Indian person yeah. before. Like someone with vaguely darker skin, hand to gun, get on the floor. And then they're like, no, 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 don't worry. We know him. And then a random passerby who was very awkwardly in shot says, no, he's my doctor. That's another policewoman. It was a police woman. Oh, okay. It was a police woman. Yeah. There was also a very awkward woman with a uh, walker in yeah. shorts. I thought it was her. No, no, no. It was the uh, it was the police woman. The police woman says, "Oh no, he's my doctor." Um, and it's like, "Oh, okay." Oh, he has God. enough white people. There were enough white people here to reassure me that you're not yeah. a terrorist. So she was black. The police woman. Fuck this. There are enough. <laughs> there are enough non-Indian-looking people yeah. here to tell me that you're not a terrorist. Yeah. Therefore, you're not a terrorist. And right. that was a joke. That was a joke because then the, the the clearly racist police officers just put their guns away and then have a gag. Yeah, and then they forget about the crime of speeding as well. Yes, they're like, oh well, as long as you're not a terrorist. Yeah, S- speed wherever you want. You're not even a proper Indian, really. Practically white. He was he was he was a doctor. He was a doctor. So he's legit. Yeah. Um, he's normal. Oh sweet Jesus! Are we near the end? Okay, what what happens next is Gen- Jennifer Aniston learns to uh, to forgive and let go of her kids just enough to to give Tina some breathing space. Yes, some breathing room. Ironically, yes. Um, one person who doesn't have breathing space is her son, who has an asthma attack. Yeah. Um. Uh, and uh, only only proper mum can respond appropriately mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. Um. She basically brushes Tina, young mum, to one side and says, "Get the fuck out of my way, bitch. This is how you deal with a sick child." Yeah. And and then the lesson there mm. is: yes, it's good for friends' mum to let go a little and to to Except be change. cool with that. However, mum's no best. Don't step on my turf. And I think she actually says, you just need to back off a little bit. And the Tina mum is like, yeah, t- totally, cool. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know, I've finally learned what it is to be a mum. And yeah. if only I'd have had the children myself, I would have some sort of say in yes, my life. Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, so she doesn't. Meanwhile, no. dead mum is still dead. Yes. But her children have come to her graveside on Mother's Day in order to be with her. Uh, dad mum. <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake <laughs> no, you know what i like that i like yeah. dad mum dad mum <laughs> to, to um jason sudakis's uh, dad mum dilf mum 
Dilf mum sees this and is like, okay, I need to, I, my kids need to have their mum in their life even though she's dead. Mm-hmm. He digs up a corpse. No, he doesn't. He, um, <laughs> he throws a, a Mother's Day party for a bunch of friends. He does a bit of a crazy rap. He does a dad rap. He does a Dilf rap. He does. He's got a good voice. He does a Dilf rap and, um, Hot Mum is there and he doesn't express any interest in her because she's not acting like a fucking crazy person at the moment that he meets her. Yeah. So yeah, he does a rap. He falls off the balcony, breaks his leg. He ends up in hospital where Friend's Mum is there because of asthma child. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get together. Yes. Well, no, they don't. Get no, 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 no. Wait, no, wait. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I'm on autopilot. I just want this to fucking end. No. <laughs> no, the- I'm on autopilot too and I just went with the natural beat. <laughs> in <laughs> fact, they have another kooky interaction. Yeah. Uh, in which it's implied that she is going to continue to stalk him at his gym against yeah. his wishes. Yes. Um, we are given a final shot of... There's a wedding? Yes, because Bar Mum oh, yeah. proposes to Jack Whitehall, Zach Zim. Yes. On uh, that English name, Zach Zim. Zach Zim. Um, she proposes to him... Live on, on TV. No. <laughs> live you, on you TV. You think it's live on TV. And then just, just after she proposes, she quickly runs to the bar <laughs> yeah. in, in order to appear behind him. And they get they get married. Yes. Gay mum is just going to continue on with a relationship. None of this really bothered her or interrupted her life all that much. It has no, to be that was that was fine. That was fine. Uh, dead mum is going to continue to be dead. Good for her. Blonde mum is going <laughs> to... Blonde mum is going to uh, be married to an Indian guy and with the consent of her parents, which is nice. Bar mum is now married with a mum, which yeah. is good. Uh, Three million dollar mum has a daughter and mum mum is going to accept her kids. The three witches mums are going to continue to be sassy and hang yeah. out at the gym, and Indian mum uh, is going to take a selfie with mum mum. Yeah. The end. Paul... Cut to a blooper reel. Oh, Jesus. Um, that is, um, for as far as we can... As far as I could tell, anyway, an edited yeah. blooper reel. So there'd be a mistake. They'd, one of them would be doing something, and they'd be like, oh, forgot the bloody line, and <laughs> but it would cut. Um, from one camera to the next. Yes. Um, bloopers are fun when, like, the characters, the, the actors got on really well together yeah. and they have a laugh. And the fun thing about seeing bloopers is, oh, these guys had fun. Yeah. These guys had fun making this thing. It was no Simon Pegg finding the largest pork scratching he'd ever had. <laughs> yeah, like moments of spontaneity. That... Yeah. I will say one of them made me laugh. Um, Go on. Julia Roberts uh, reacting to the uh, implausibly long train that was going past, which didn't feel faked. It feels like they no. just shot in a location where it was next to a train line and a train okay. goes past and she had to just wait for the train to finish going past before she could record her lines. And it's mm. funny. I kind of feel like Gary Marshall said, Do you, has anyone else noticed that long freight train that comes through here at the same time every day? <laughs> it reminded me a lot of... She the- has a line, though. She has a line at the end where it's like, I need to shave my legs again now. Yeah. Which I've amused me. But this is like, the, Paul, this is madness. This is like the moon landings. It would be harder to fake Julia Roberts sitting next to a very long train than it would be for it to have actually happened. Well, I agree with you, Paul. It doesn't change anything. <laughs> so, at what point does quantity of plot lines make up for quality? How well, much shit can you cram into one film? There are films that do this very well. The first film I always go to when I, when I see something like this is Magnolia. Okay, yeah, of course. You've got Babel. Mm. You've got... Inuitu in general. Yeah, Inuitu in general. Amoros Peros. But in this case, there was so much going on. Um, I I just... I spent so much time making notes. Yeah, me too. Trying to keep up with the plot that I I found myself, like, not being able to keep up with the plot. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, There was... There, so there, many mums. Yeah, there, there was there was too much, and if and and fine, if you're going to do a film about eighty eight mums, then don't have so many supporting characters. A scene that introduces not 
three million dollar mum, not three million dollar mum's manager, but a scene that opens on three million dollar mum's manager's assistant. Yes. It opens with her getting a facial, and it's like, yeah. who is this? Like, also obscure yeah. most of her face in her yes. introductory scene. And then she shows up, and it's like, who is this? And how does she relate to things? It was like yeah. a Roland Emmerich film. Yeah, and this is a film... God, that's generous. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and then in the same scene, there are three children, and they're like, oh no, these are like stakeholder children, and we're, we're trying to be nice to them. And it's like, do, and we, see, never... do we see anyone? Like, do we see, even see the kids again in, in this no, film? No, kids don't come up, stakeholders just, don't come up. They're just there for like they're a just, laugh. They're just, they're just there. And then Jack Whitehall has an extra friend who yeah. just looks exactly the fucking same as Barmum. Um, and uh-huh. she and she turns up at the start of one scene yep. to the point where when she pops in later at the end after the proposal, the bar mum, you which I loved, you just went, oh, it's the, it, she. He does have a friend. Oh no, it's the bar mum. <laughs> okay, then I fell off the sofa. Yeah, <laughs> sheer confusion. Out the window, broke your leg. <laughs> had to go to hospital, with... and then Jennifer Aniston followed uh-huh. followed you home. She's out. She was. She's out the window. There, look. I feel like it's trying to beguile you. It's like misdirection. It's like okay, mm. if we get them to keep looking and we keep bringing up things like um gay rights and um fem and feminism and sort of single mumhood no one will notice we're not not only are we not actually saying anything about it but mm. we're actually subverting these messages by having jokes that are predicated on mm. the idea that gay people when they act incredibly flouncy are inherently funny yes gay this people is... do not get a good ride in this film you have all of these characters and you can't legitimately do a film about accepting some mums for being gay and some for marrying and like Indian men yeah. and then have your com- comic relief being the homophobic racist characters. Yeah. And it would be far more progressive. It may seem progressive to have a storyline about a redneck mum not accepting her gay daughters. Mm. It would be far more aggressive. Aggressive? It would be far more progressive if the gay mum character, if the lesbian mum had some concern of her own beyond being a lesbian. Yeah. Like, okay, she wants to make a parade float, a provocative parade float for mm-hmm. Mother's Day. Just g- give her some concerns of her own. Me- meld some of these characters. Yeah. Like, mush them together. You don't need to have a distinctive mum for each no. issue you're trying to address. And there was just so much information. Mm. The plot was moving forward at quite a pace. Yeah. But, well, I say plot, all I just, all I mean is the exposition. Mm. The plot was actually can- really simple. When like when you when you when yeah, you have it on paper, yeah, yeah, you could say here's here's the game mum. She wants to, she no not again. <laughs> Even in a simplified form. No, please. listen, listen. <laughs> she's game mum. She's in a she's she has a she has a wife. She just wants her mum to accept her. Yeah. She hasn't told her mum. They turn up. She they have a falling out, and then they resolve it. Yeah, and sure. that's it. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, every single character could be resolved in that way, but there's no room for that story to breathe because it's being crowded out by mm. all the others. Got so many main stories for two, a two-hour film, a two-hour film, the two-hour film Mother's Day. Yeah, um, you can't have like extra bits, like extra comedy bits. Just yeah, concentrate on character relationship. Jennifer Aniston waking up Mother's Day morning with her sons. Yeah. That was a scene. That was quite nice. That was a nice scene in which it actually fleshes out mm. her feelings and she's a reasonable person. There's a problem with having comedy as character building because comedy is, especially this kind of comedy, is predicated mm. on characters acting larger than life, being crazy. Yeah. I was and thinking when- of Gil- Gilmore Girls. I think it's Gilmore Girls where um, all of the um, all of the characters are very like snappy talking. Everyone has everyone has a line for everything. Right. It's, it's line after line after line, episode mm. after episode. That's very good. Um, and 
and that's what this film tried to do but right. we didn't n- there was nothing about the characters there was no like real interaction between them because mm-hmm. every every time we had an opportunity for for like furthering a relationship mm. or finding more about the way two people interact yeah. it was just a way to like smart talk yeah. and and to be like look how much we can quip yeah and it's like no i'm the quipping mum <laughs> i'm the quipping mum i'm the quippingest yeah. mum of them all <laughs> and it was uh, just again just a missed opportunity for us to actually feel anything about the characters bring it down to a few characters and have them actually explore the themes around being a mum in the modern world mm-hmm. and this would have been fine yeah uh, as it happens they overfilled it they underfelt it and ultimately, it's a mess. What would you say is the limit, like the absolute maximum it, number of mums? Here's an interesting story. I'm, I'm sorry to bring this up, but when... Um, Don't be sorry. When the writer um, of Street Fighter was asked how many <laughs> characters he wanted to use... Okay. I am sorry. <laughs> Don't tell me not to be sorry until you've heard it. Well, let's never talk writer, about Street Fighter again. When the writer of Street Fighter um, asked how many characters he, would, he should include, he asked all the people in the board meeting to name the seven dwarfs. No one could name all seven. And he said, there you go. You cannot keep more than seven characters in your head during a movie. Huh. He said that, and that was the rule they went by, and that's how he convinced them to only have seven Street Fighters in Street Fighter. Yeah. Can so, you name all seven dwarfs? Uh, no, I can't. <laughs> so, so I can't well, can name I? all seven Perfect. dwarfs. All right. Yeah, exactly. Seven, seven characters. Can you name all seven samurai? <laughs> <laughs> I can't name one. Excellent. That's Kanbe. Anyway, okay. the point is, yeah, reduce the number of mums. But... Mm. There were some good things in this. But there were, yeah, I mean, p- performance-wise, hmm. I don't think like, I don't think there are any bad performances. Yeah. I don't think... It's not like a Taylor-Leone kind of situation where I couldn't hmm. stand anyone's... Aniston got close a couple of times. Hmm. Some of her moments. She, she, had, she had a couple of good moments as well, and for hmm. me, it just sort of cancelled it out. Right. I don't... Um, I can't think of any characters that I really... No. Bad performances. Some were completely out of fucking place. Yeah, like the dad, the 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 the, the racist dad. Yeah, that was cartoon, cartoon dad. Character, yeah. It was just stupid. Jack Whitehall. I, have, I, I sh- liked Jack Whitehall in okay. this film. There was he, moments where he had to be sweet. His comedy wasn't great, which is I think only further infuriated by the fact that the audience was terrible. Yeah, the audience was laughing at absolutely everything, and what I suspect was canned laughter. Yeah, which is very upsetting. It was a struggle enough to get her to update her Facebook profile from single. I was like, five years, we have a child together. Couldn't you at least make it, it's complicated? It, it did feel like watching an episode of Jam. There was just like, what? Or maybe Inland Empire or something. It was like, why? <laughs> those two. Look at these people. Why are these people laughing? Why am I not laughing? What, yeah, it was unnerving. What's the director anything. trying to do to me? Yeah. Are I mean, they laughing at him? Yeah. I, I kind of have an issue with um, Jack, Jack Whitehall in general. I think it's because he reminds me of me. Really? Yeah, I think in accent and and I'm I, it's like looking at myself in the mirror and going, oh, that is how I s- seem to other people. You wish, <laughs> um, because he was actually a very sweet man in this oh. thing. He was. I, I found him to be. That's very what nice. people say about me. Actually, I've never you're heard not that. Said about you're, you. not, you're not an awful person. <laughs> yeah, I, I liked Jack, Jack Whitehall in this film. I, okay. I, I can understand if like sometimes seeing a mirror character is unnerving. Whenever there's yeah. a sad loser in any film, I always get a little <laughs> uncomfortable because uh, of how much it reminds me of you. But um. <laughs> Jack Whitehall, because <laughs> Jack Whitehall, yeah, he um he had a few sweet moments where he was. Mm. Uh, I liked this moment where he's te- he's talking to Barman about how he's not going to stick around forever. Mm. Yeah, I think some of the messages of the film were sincere. Um, it just felt yeah. like it was coming from a place of overwhelming naivete. None of it feels sincere or like first hand observed because yeah. there's a lot of caricatures. 
There's a lot of awkwardness. Yeah, well, well good, good, good intentions. Yeah. Much like sp- Spanglish in that respect. Yeah, good, good, good intentions, but the end message was a, a, a very conser- conservative one. Yeah, and it was like, yeah, it, it, it was like, it doesn't matter if you're different in any, any way, as long as you're not, you know, too different. Yeah, as as, as long as you still listen to your mum. Yeah, and, it's and that, it's that idea that oh, actually, we are all the same, yeah. but by pre, it's, it's Sex in the City too. It's presupposing, hey, we should accept each other because we're not that different. I think, I think embracing embracing differences rather yeah. than trying to smooth them out. Yeah, in, in the name of just focusing on similarities. Yeah, gritting your teeth and pressing on despite you know pr- pretend you're not that different, really. Yeah. Oh, look, the Hindu mum drinks beer. Yeah, so it's okay. That's that's okay as long as you know. I don't know anything at all about Hinduism, yeah. but as long as it doesn't involve preventing me from eating a beef burger, yeah, that's fine. It was. Let's hope they don't go to a barbecue together. Yeah. It will fall apart. It was very, it was, it was very mixed. Oh fuck yeah! I mean, the scene in which the son has an asthma attack, yeah. which is the serious dramatic scene, is immediately followed by the rap. Yes. I mean, immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's quick fire. There's a scene in Jason Sudeikis's uh, gym um, where he walks past some nuns on a treadmill, and he just says, uh, "Morning, sisters." Yeah, and that's it. It was, and they didn't, they didn't draw attention to it. It was just like it was just a joke that yeah. they had the confidence to leave in the air for people yeah. to get. Well, not even to get, just to absorb and go, oh, that was a good joke. Yeah. Timothy, Timothy Oliphant's entrance, um, he turns around and he smiles. And oh, it's, yeah. It's a Timothy Oliphant smile. And I was like, I remember that good thing you were in. <laughs> uh, Dilthmo at one point is coaching the soccer game and um, the, one of the girls is texting and he tells her not to text, that football's about paying attention. Mm. And then um, his daughter scores a goal and he says, um, somebody text my daughter, well done, mm. which I liked. That was, that was pretty good. <laughs> Funny joke. Elliot from Scrubs. Um, she's presenting the the womb float mm. um, for the for the Mother's Day parade. Yeah, the Mother's Day parade. Yeah, that they have now. Yeah, why not? And um, or maybe they do in America. What have you got against mums, Paul? You hate mums. I'm not saying they don't deserve a parade. I'm just <laughs> saying, why don't we put the money into our schools? <gasps> mums would like that. <sighs> mums are all about schools. Yeah. So she's presenting the this womb float in the garage. Yeah. And um, the door comes down, like, uh, not of anyone's volition, back over Elliot from Scrubs' face oh, as yeah. she's presenting it and going, ta-da! And then she lifts it back up like a strong man and goes, Rah! And it was like a natural <laughs> moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the price check gag uh, amused me. I wrote that down as well. Yeah, there we I, go. I like um, so, Jason, uh, Dilf mum has gone to the um, shop to buy some tampons yeah. for his daughter, and... Um, at one point, she, he, uh, the woman says, can I get a price check on? And then he's like, no, 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 it's fine. I know how much they cost. And she's yeah. like, okay, okay. Cancel the price check on tampons. Yeah. That was, that was, that was good. That was, a, that was a good joke. Um, when Jennifer Aniston is, um, having a go at Timothy Oliphant for, um, suggesting to have the kids on Mother's Day for Tina, new mum. Yeah. She says, she says, not for Mother's Day. You can have Flag Day. And it, <laughs> Yeah, the like the desperation in her mind to suggest something like Flag Day, yeah, laugh. just as good. Yeah, um, there was a scene with a llama in it and an alpaca, and I love llamas. Oh yeah, they're so cute. Uh, I have another one. Yep. Um, I-, I thought it was real forbidden fruit to hear Jennifer Aniston say "fuck." Yes, just yeah. in her Jennifer Aniston Rachel from Friends voice. Yeah. Is like, oh really? I didn't know she swore. And there was a scene where Friends' mum is uh, complaining with her back turned to what she assumes is her friend. Only to turn and find out that in fact it is a clown that she's been confessing her anxieties to, and the clown consoles her a bit, and she says, oh, "Thanks, clown." Yeah, which is funny 
Except later on she says it exactly again. Thanks, clown. And this time says, didn't think I'd say that today. And it's like, oh. Yeah. It was funny when it was just thanks, clown. There was, um, when we were trying to figure out who Kristen's mum, oh, sorry, Bar mum's mum yeah. might have been, and we were sort of getting on to thinking maybe it was Julia Roberts. Mm. Um, I loved... I guess it wasn't the film necessarily, mm. but I love the fact that when Julia Roberts said that she didn't have a kid, that you believed her <laughs> and went, oh, so it's not her. <laughs> and I thought that was very sweet. I was so confused. <laughs> um, when John Lovitz appears, yes, um, he doesn't say anything funny and we were both very disappointed because we're both big John Lovitz fans. Luckily, the second scene that John Lovitz is in is the compare of this comedy gig that... Um, uh, <laughs> blonde no bar mum's husband is at jack whitehall jack whitehall's fine yeah. um he's uh, he says that is the most adorable baby i've ever seen would you be able to watch her while i do my set no <laughs> yeah he was this film's christopher walken more gravitas in him than the rest of the film he knew what this was yeah i actually actually there was um there was a christopher walken in this film and it's not who you said it was uh the christopher walken in this film was present in one scene mm-hmm. one legendary scene mm-hmm in which uh, Jason Sudeikis has fallen off of the uh, terrace and broken his leg. And we cut to um, all of the mums leaning over the banister, looking down. And in the background is a, uh, one kid mm-hmm. just body popping as if nothing has happened. Yeah. He's just dancing away, doing his little routine. <laughs> and it's amazing. It goes on a little too long. A little too long. Yeah, could have uh, cut a lot away from it. Yeah. It would have been a great gag of just this kid doesn't mm-hmm. give a fuck. And I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure he's a he's a Christopher Walken because Christopher Walken, you know, it's going to be good. Um, there's another. There's. I have one more bit. Okay. One more, and that is um, when in the most superfluous of all superfluous scenes, in which an extra unneeded character is actually introduced to us, she is getting a facial. It is um, three million dollar mum's assi- uh, manager's assistant. Yeah. Um, she's getting a facial, having cucumber on her face and um, some cream, and someone comes over to deliver a message. Uh, lifts up one of the cucumbers mm. and her eye goes big and looks at her and she's like, I just wanted to tell you that you're three o'clock's here. And then she just kind of chucks the cucumber back yeah. on her face with a slight plop. Slops down, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that made me laugh. Cool. So we, we laughed a couple of times. Yeah, we laughed sometimes. It's yeah. had some moments. Yeah. Um, do you have any more? No. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening to One Good Thing. Yeah. Um, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at OGTPod. We've got an email address, OGTPod at gmail.com. Um, if, if you like what we're doing, please leave us a rating on iTunes, tell a friend, subscribe, all of, all of that stuff. It helps us ever so much. Mm. If you don't uh, like what we're doing, just move on. Yeah. There's no need to feedback. I mean, we're just two guys. Yeah. Trying to make a, make our way in the world. Yeah. Just, where'd you uh, get off, buddy? Yeah. Just, you know, just you trying know, to make us feel mean. bad. Okay. It wasn't your thing. Following your dream. You know, it wasn't your thing. That's fine. Just, yeah. um, don't tell anyone about that. Yeah. Just move on. And last last but definitely not least, mm. happy Mother's Day, everyone. Happy Mother's Day, yeah. everyone. Um, Mother's Day is what you make out of it. Is it a gratuitous opportunity to sell cl- um, Clinton cards? Is it like a poor excuse to actually honour the incredibly hard-working mums and just mums mm. in general of the country who are all too often overlooked by policymakers? And, yes, and this film. And this film. Yeah. The rest of the year. Um, or is it just a chance to, you know, be with mum and yeah. say thanks? And you know what? I love you, Mum. Yeah. I love Paul's Mum, too. Yeah. Um, and I love my gay Mum. I my love Indi- my dead Mum. I really love my Indian Mum. I'm okay with uh, my bar Mum. Mm. My favourite's my Dilf Mum, though. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Timothy Elephant Mum. Jason Sudeikis. Oh, fuck. 
I like my Timothy Oliphant, man. Right, that's it. It's over. It's over. Thank you. Next week, we will continue with... Um, recommendations month. W- recommendations month. Uh, yeah. My favourite month of the year. Um, I'm Paul Salt. I'm Paul Goodman. And remember, the one good thing about Mother's Day is that little kid body popping away whilst um, man is, is, is seriously hurt. Seriously, seriously hurt. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to pull through. He'll be with his wife soon. <laughs> <laughs>